happy Wednesday. That's why we were on. We were on. Uh, we did a Monday show. That's why today feels weird. Hope, oh, everyone, yeah. hope everyone's doing fantastic and um, beautiful day. Very productive day. Productive day on a lot of different things. Um, number one, if you followed the Vader video, and if you got a, um, a fearful dog course, a fearful dog course. Did you already put it up? Yeah, it's on there. So the owner of Vader sent us a video with the update. Mm-hmm. In his own words, in his a cafe that he goes to with his dog, and you can see Vader back in his own element. And Joel was just mentioning to me that, and I'm like, yep, great results again, and it's not unusual. It's not like the only dog. We're talking thousands and thousands and thousands of success stories. And everything you watch in the Fearful Dog course, most dog trainers would say, that's all wrong. Oh, yeah. They would, they would absolutely say, this is wrong. It'll make it worse. Um, they're, they're, they don't know what they're talking about. This is mean. Da, 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 da. And for some weird reason, it always works. Not 100% of the time. We've had our failures. Every dog has, every dog trainer has failures. Any dog trainer that does, says they don't have failures, maybe they've trained one dog in their life and it was their own. But every dog trainer has failures or has dogs that don't meet their expectations. But um, there's a lot of dogs out there that are just wired wrong or just too, too unsafe. But like we're talking in the high 99 percentile of dogs we've worked with that are just like, for some weird reason, it all comes together. And again, we, um, that's the fearful dog course. Also, if you've got the pre-sale or even the post pre-sale, which is still um, about a hundred dollars off on the, um, the four dog, the four dog pack course, we did more filming today. Today, what did you put up today on that course? If people already own it, I put up how you train out, out away from people, stranger protocols, stranger protocols. I think that's it. I think those are the two big ones. Driveway drills. Driveway drills was yesterday. Drive, okay, and then today we worked um, the four dogs. We did um, an excursion to the park. Oh no, you did the cafe probably. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the cafe. We had four dogs all in the cafe. Yep, that's there yeah. too. So. Um, which is great. We had four, four dogs in the cafe doing downstays for about an hour, not moving. Um, so uh, more new stuff is going to go up tomorrow into that course. So that course, the four dog pack course, is going to be being filmed and worked on because we don't fly out until about the 25th of this month and we get to the owner's house we're going to stop in San Diego first um, to see relatives and my folks and then Joel's um, uncle. So we'll be going up there on the 27th of the month for a week. So we're going to be there until June. Yeah. And then we have to edit everything. So Correct. the course will be done not till another four weeks. But that means but, – but, but, but we're putting up videos until then. Mm-hmm. Until then. It's going to be nonstop videos. Non-stop videos. It's going to be a pretty. It's going to be a big very course. big course, and right now it's a price to one forty-seven. It's going to be priced at about two forty-seven. So, and this is a course that you would price it, you know, even more because we're taking four out-of-control dogs. With the, the, some of them fight. One of them fights with them all, and we're doing just like you just see. Just look at them in the cafe. Imagine four out-of-control untrained dogs that don't know any commands they don't know their name they don't know sit they don't know down they don't know place they don't know recall they don't know um um, uh, uh, how to heal and they also fight and they also run all over the house jump on all the furniture um they they they're out of control out of control and then watch the videos that are being put up and then watch them all in an indoor cafe Four dogs all lying down. And today we did name recognition recall and each dog recalled without the other three moving. All on leash drags. So incredible stuff we're doing. So incredible stuff. And, and it sounds like we're being salesy, but this is the thing. When I stopped doing seminars, 
touring the touring the country. I was doing them every other weekend, over three hundred seminars around the world. People needed a way to keep learning from me. So what we decided to do was we decided to do these courses, mm-hmm. and the courses that we're doing now are changing thousands of people's lives. So like one course can say can change. Like, well, it's unlimited because there's 7.4 billion people. There's how many million, hundreds of millions of people that own dogs. So they can dramatically change your life. Um, uh, so again, so yes, we promote the courses. Absolutely. Because what we're doing is we're promoting dogs living. We're promoting dogs having a better quality of life. We're promoting owners having a better quality of life. We are preventing divorces. We're preventing separations. We're preventing dogs being turned into shelters. We're preventing dogs being killed. Pretty wild, isn't it? So damn fucking right. We're going to promote these courses. So, but also. Be surprised how many people get divorced and break up over dogs. Oh, yeah. We know, we know, we know many of them. We know many of them. Or how many people can't have a partner. They're like, I have to stay single until my dog is dead. Yep. Or I have to get rid of the dog. And they live a lonely existence. Yeah, they can't have. Sad. They can't even have friends over the house. Like they can't have friends over the house. I mean, I can. We have so. We're talking about thousands of stories, not just like a couple. Like we're very busy dog trainers. So, so yeah, we are sharing the information, and we do it. Still do a ton for free. I'm doing. You know, this week, this week, I'm doing nine podcasts. Nine. And um, anyway, just want to let everybody know. Jump over to the Academy, academy.solidcanontraining.com. Joel, put up the link. Um, so here we go. This is the Q&A show. My name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. This is the lovely Joel. This is the What Would Jeff Do show. We're historically on every Wednesday and Friday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch us on Facebook, on YouTube, and now streaming on Rumble. Unfortunately, people asking questions on Rumble. This still isn't figured out, huh? No. Hmm. So unfortunately we can't. Let me just see if I can let me see if I can jump into my Rumble account though. Um, so you'll ask a question and um, you'll ask a question. Joel will read the question and I'll answer it. Um, I use the word shock collar, but I also use the word e-collar and I also use the word remote collar. They're all the same thing. They're all the same thing. Just let everybody know. I also use um, the word um, punishment. You can call it a correction. You can call it anything you want to, but it is the same thing. All right. So let's just jump right right into it. And here we go. Brittany says, hello, friends. Hi, Brittany. Hey, Brittany. How are you? Avi. Hello. Hope everyone is having a great evening. Hi, Avi. We are. We just came back from Chuck It. Mm, Joelle made a fantastic meal. One of my favorites. And... um. Then we went and played Chuck It. Angelo is still finishing up his chores. He hasn't been doing them all day, but he's got some nighttime chores to do. And um, he'll be doing a podcast now on either Tuesdays or Thursdays. He'll be doing them. Um, Angelo will have his own Rumble channel. And um, he has his own YouTube channel. And he's going to have, he already has his own um, website. And he is going to be going deep into the podcast world. And he's 10 years old. Next. Snuggle buns, hey everyone. Hello. Hey, Snuggle buns, how are you? Says, hey again, everyone. Hey, Philip, how are you? Avi says, hey. Melissa says, hi, guys. Hey, Avi. Hey, Melissa. Jojo GSD, evening all. Hey, Jojo. Hey, good evening. Melissa, nice. Can't wait to see the Vader owner video. It will be added to the Fearful Dog course that we already purchased. So it's already up there. Yep. But tomorrow's Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff is going to be opening with that video. It's about a seven to 10 minute video. We're also probably going to send it out. Uh, to the email list yep. because a lot of people were following Vader's story and then some people can't, you know, they don't see it on social media, this, that. So right. probably put it on YouTube too. So right here, if you're not part of our email list, number one, just hit subscribe. You don't have to buy anything at all. Go to academy.solidcanontraining.com. Just hit subscribe. You don't have to buy anything. But we put out stuff to our email list that nobody else sees. Sometimes coupon codes. Yep. And then if you want to buy the Transforming a Pack of Unruly Dogs into Well-Behaved Companions, which are with the four dogs from California that we talked about. And this is a dog, a four dogs that were driven from California to Florida, dri- been driven back. We fly out there for a week. We train the owners. There's a baby, a husband, a wife, and there's staff on um, 
the property. And you're going to see how we all put it together. So that's that. Next. Avi said, loving the new course. Thanks again. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Diane, Joelle, you could model. Absolutely. Oh, thanks, Diane. She could. If I was like six inches taller. No, you can model for a lot of stuff. You just can't you. Do, you just can't do runway. Yeah. That's all. All right, guys. Start putting my headshots out there. Okay. Waiting for my, waiting for my big break. <laughs> S. Jane. Maybe. You got your big break. <laughs> S. Jane says, good evening, Jeff and Joelle Hello. and everyone in the chat. Hope everyone is having a great week. Agreed. Um, Sam, hi, Jane J. I know you guys have the four dogs right now at the training center, but do you have any new dogs staying with you guys? No, mm -hmm. no, We're no. just too tapped out right now. No, we're, too, we're, we're, we're not. And now Courtney's here. <laughs> yeah, Courtney's here. So that's why we're not having the dogs. But we've got more dogs lined up. We've got yeah. more dogs lined up coming afterwards. But right now we are... I'm going over to the training center every day to work with the four dogs. Joelle is staying here to edit videos. So we're taking, we're not having any dogs come in to us right now. Melissa, oh boy, I have to really play catch up with all the courses I purchased, but I can't wait to see them all and learn from you guys. Yeah. You are the best. Yeah, it's pretty incredible, actually. People learn so much from these courses. And you have lifetime access, so mm -hmm. no stress. They're not going to just expire on you one day. Well, you have 300 months. 300 months, 20, 25 years. Yes. It's a long time. Mm -hmm. S. Jane, thank you, Jeff and or Joelle, for posting on YouTube Shorts. I appreciate being able to see clips that I can't see on Instagram. Great work with the Cali for it's great to see that change. No, that's my job. That's so Jeff. I just put up two today, and I'll be putting up two more tomorrow. So I'll be. I, I told you on Monday that I'll catch up. I'm starting to. I'm going to start catching up next. Sabrina with Frozone. I had to go against all my gut instincts. He went from a total scared wreck to a to a real confident a hole. Yep. <laughs> Yep. I know. Well, rehab, like, your re rehab is not easy work. Keep in mind that 90% of the trainers out there don't do behavior modification. 10% of the trainers that are left, a very small minority do hardcore behavior mod and aggression. So folks that do serious behavior modification are very, very small amount. Next. It's funny. I was just talking to Courtney about that today. We were like texting because I was like, oh, my God, you got to watch Vader's go home. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so glad. Like, you know, it's just like such a roller coaster. Sometimes you work with these dogs and you're like, am I even making progress? Mm -hmm. And then she's like, but then you see it all like together and it's like, holy shit. Like, how did we even get here? Yeah. Yep. We're just talking about like, why do we always forget? when We we're forget. We always forget how they came in. Yeah. We always forget. I mean, when they're with you for four to six weeks, especially the six yeah. weekers, you, you actually forget. Yeah, you're like, you you're like, you forget. Weren't you, you weren't always trained. Like. Yep. Right. <laughs> um, Melissa says, I got to watch you guys for a short, hot minute. Have to leave and catch the replay. Have okay. a great night. Great. We'll see you soon. Sabrina, Mishka is a mess in progress. I don't know why I always end up with the freakouts. I had a faster result with feral dogs. It's just the way it is. It's the way the universe works. Next. Daniel from New Zealand says hi. Oh, hey, Daniel. You're from New Zealand? Huh. <laughs> Cheryl. Here's to me. Um, did they get four dogs at once? I don't understand how there can be four untrained dogs living in a house. This is foreign to me. There's, I know people that have got eight untrained dogs living in a house. Yeah, it's pretty common in our world. Yeah, so yes, they got four dogs, and they're all here. They all came in at once. Also, keep in mind, like, most people... Like, they think their dogs are fine. It's only, like, one time here or there they might do something bad or get into a scuffle. So, like, most people don't just zero in on that. Oh, like, well, yeah. most of the time they're okay. Also, they just had a baby. They, she just got married. Yeah. So, and she just started a clothing line. So, some things get put on the back burner. That doesn't mean she doesn't love her dogs. She cares enough about her dogs to fly them all the way out here. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I keep saying flying. To drive them all the way out here. You're originally going to be flown out here. Maybe that's why it's in my brain. And people have got to understand. It's like sometimes it just creeps up on you. But there was, there's been major life changes to this family that have unfortunately meant the dogs are just not as involved anymore. Um, and that, does, that doesn't make them a bad dog owner at all. Um, uh, this, this person actually has a separate outbuilding for the dogs, a huge backyard, a huge property. Caretakers. They, they, have a, they have a caretaker for the dog. They actually live a really good life, mm -hmm. but it's an untrained life. And there's fighting going on. 
So like these dogs probably are more active than a lot of people's dogs, but they're just not trained because the owners are not, the caretaker is not a trainer. Now the owner has one dog living in the house and is a badass, but she trained that dog through my course when she didn't have a kid and wasn't married and had a lot more time. But, but life happens. Life happens. Jojo GSC said Rumble doesn't give notifications of live stream yet. Otherwise, I would have popped on there. I will put that on my list as well about Rumble. We are just figuring out Rumble. We know, we know the comments don't work. Rumble does not give notifications. It's supposed to because I schedule it. Hmm. I put on an alarm. Avi says, go Angelo. He rocks. Yeah. Angelo is homeschooled and his knowledge base is if you've ever met him and talked with him, it's beyond incredible. The information that he has in his head needs to be put out in podcast format. He, he's just going to talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. It is, it is, it is incredible. He, he has a photographic memory, number one. So he remembers everything he reads and he can pull facts out of anywhere. Also, um, he's, really good at research. What did he tell us tonight? He told us tonight, if you, if, if we knew what the something meter is. Oh my God. I don't even remember. It was like some it's, spice meter. It's a, it's a meter that determines how hot something is. And he, he's like, huh, I wonder, I want to know more about this. Scoville scale. Scoville scale. So he's like, I wonder about oh this. God, how did he know about So then that? all of a sudden he goes, yeah, it was invented by by somebody, Scoville. Mm, somebody, yeah. Somebody, I mean, and, then, and then it determines the thing. So he's like, do you know Wilbur Scoville. Wilbur Scoville. And he's like, do you know what Frank's hot sauce is on, on the Scoville scale? And I'm like, I have no idea, Angelo. And he said it's like 400 and something, you know, and it's like, and then he's like going, and then he's like going, telling us the hottest thing on the Scoville scale. 450 SHU. Yep. It's like, inc- it's incredible. It's like, so he's really good at doing research too, and he, and, he, and he isn't he like he figures it out himself. That's why he's also teaching himself French. He's like, I want to learn French. And he's like, literally has his headphones on, learning French, taking notes. Kids ten, it's incredible. Next, Lisa. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. I have a palm puppy, six months, who walks great with my two other dogs, mm. but is fearful on her own. I've tried to increase yeah. the walk slowly, sometimes good, sometimes bad. I have a fearful dog course. Good. I use a prong, but not e-collar. She's well-behaved otherwise. So the e-collar is going to be a game changer, but you just have to know what to do with it. Also, start working that dog alone by itself. Don't let it get its support mm-hmm. from the other two dogs. So it's like... It's going to be a roller coaster. It's going to be a roller coaster. But the e-collar... For fearful dogs is probably one of the best tools. And I would say a majority of the population out there is going to think it's the worst tool. But I can tell you factually from experience, real world rehab boots on the ground using the e-cower that I, as well as many others, have found it one of the most effective tools to rehabilitate and to get a dog over fear and to increase their confidence so they can live a happier life and owners can take them more places. Next. Diane, when my timing is too late, wait, what am I missing here? Is there a first part to this, Diane? Because I'm not seeing it. Mm. Unless this is it. When my timing is too late and he already saw a dog at the fence and is in a reactive drive, is it pointless for me to even hit the correction? My timing sucks. Always late on the button. So, I mean, I would dial it all the way up to the highest setting and, you know, hit continuous. You might just make it worse. It doesn't hurt, though. You can give it a shot and you can do it on Nick. Do it on Nick. Just see. See what happens. Say no and then correct. Might make it worse, but try to get the dog when it's loading. That's why I went all these, there's all these videos out there of me, you know, bonking dogs while they're doing nothing. It's like, oh no, they're ready to bite something. Either attack a dog or attack a person. So that's when you do it. Say, you don't let the alcoholic in the bar, you don't let the drug user call their dealer. Just think of it that way. Next. Sabrina's Vader success video will convince more clients to purchase the course. Um, maybe i mean that's not why we're putting it out there we're putting it this is the reason why a lot we're... of people were 
I feel like invested in Vader's story. So that's I just why wanna, we're putting it out there. I just want to show them. Yeah. Like, it, like here it is. Yes. This is the. It's all come full circle right. now. So this is this is this is where my mind goes first. This is where my mind goes first. Just let everybody know. This is how I think. First of all, I have no prosperity issues. I'm planning on making um, a ton of money in my lifetime. I'm planning on you know doing really big things for a lot of different areas of my life. My first thought, though, is this video is going to help so many people. Not only that, but give them hope. Give them hope as well. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, the more people that buy the course, the better we both do financially. But I'm not financially driven that way. When it comes to making courses and promoting content, my intention is, how many people can I help? How many people can I give hope before they give up their dogs? Because once they give up their badly behaved dog, it's probably going to die. Now, the more people we help, obviously, the better we do financially. But what we're the stage of life we're in right now, that just means we can make more courses, buy better equipment, freelance out some of this stuff. So we can pay Tony more money, who's our tech guy, and he can also do, like, I need you to hire some video people to maybe do certain things. So, next. Sabrina also said, I'm going to schedule a Zoom with you. You can do that, and you can do it on the Academy, academy.solidcanontraining.com. Top left corner, there's a drop-down menu, and... Link. I'll show it to you right now because a lot of people write their programs and online courses, one-on-one -on -one online consults. We've got so many um, people that do these online consults and get massive success. And I don't need to see their dog. Next. Speaking of, Jill says, hi there. Thanks for the one-on-one -on -one last week. No, you're welcome, Jill. Lost to still watch on Green Graduate. But my question I have for you today mm -hmm. for my aggressive leash reactive dog mm -hmm. is I have to take him to the groomer this week and his trigger is to react, lunge, bark when the groomer talks to me or him. Mm -hmm. Suggestions on what I should do to have a successful drop-off. Well, you can say, don't let the groomer talk to you, but that's a cop-out. You can ask the groomer, do you mind if I correct my dog in front of you? And what I would do is I would, and if she says, okay, or he says, okay, you role play it. You, and I would role play it when you don't have a grooming appointment. Mm -hmm. So go in the, go in beforehand. Um, you, you walk in as soon as you walk in and the groomer starts saying something to you and you look and you see your dog load, bam, that's where your highest punisher comes down. Now the problem with that is your dog is going to go into an immediate fear state. That's okay. You can work through it. But that's, that's how you correct a dog properly. Next. Lisa, I did get a notification on Rumble, but I cannot do comments. Hmm. Hmm. It's like so a mystery. You definitely can do – people can make comments on Rumble, and they see them on Rumble. But so, for instance, right now, if I go over to my Rumble screen um, – I thought you can't make comments. That's what everyone's saying. What are we at, 939? Live. Yeah, I'm live right now. So – I see no comments on live chat. Your message here. Right. So your message here. Hey, Jeff. How about this? Oh, hey, Jeff. Hey, everyone. On Rumble. So I can. You can see it on Rumble. So I can see it just see on it Rumble. On right. All right. So I just have to get a separate monitor. S. Jane of the California Four, if you had to choose the most challenging behavior or aspect of working with them, which, what would it be? Has any of it actually been challenging to you or is it easy work for you guys as professional trainers with all the experience? So none of it is easy because it's all laborious. So imagine taking four dogs and having to do 200 downstays per dog, 200 sit stays, 200 places per dog, then try to do it all combined. Two dogs at a time, three dogs at a time, four dogs at a time. That doesn't sound easy now, does it? Imagine when any of those dogs bark, imagine one of the dogs will attack that dog. Imagine when you're walking the dogs and another dog in the distance barks, one of those dogs attacks one of the other three dogs. Imagine doing name recognition training 
when you've got four dogs that don't really know their name or even listen. And we demonstrated this in today's videos. I've got all four dogs lined up on a leash drag, meaning they're not truly off leash because I need to be able to at least step on a leash if I have to for safety. Imagine me saying, sweet pea here. And the only one that moves is sweet pea. And the other three dogs don't even move. They came in here not even knowing recall. So imagine that. And then I can say, Rue, here. Pumpkin, here. Bogan, here. And then we all can go for a walk. And then I can like drop two of them in a downstay and walk the other two. We've been doing that, but let me show that in video. Remind me to make a video of that where all of a sudden I have two of them do a downstay, but I keep walking. So four dogs are walking in a heel, two of them go into a downstay, and I keep walking the other two. Okay. So Damn, I'm doing some fancy shit yeah, over there. So none of it is easy. It's very, very laborious. Now, do we have a skill set and know how to do it? Yes. I was able to shut down the aggression in about five seconds. Five seconds it took me to shut down that aggression. That dog has not been aggressive since. And it doesn't even think about being aggressive. Today, they all rode in the back of my pickup truck. Not in the back of the pickup truck, but in the cab. All right? This is in Texas. All right, next. Cheryl said the Scoville scale determines the heat of peppers. Yep. 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 Angela told us that. Lisa so. said, okay, thank you. You're welcome. S. Jane, Jeff, he, Angelo, can pull facts out of anywhere. Let's just hope not out of his ass. Ha, ha, ha. He can probably... He can definitely pull some facts out of his ass. He pulls some facts out of his ass. I mean, the stuff that he comes up... Put it this way. Tell Angelo what you do for a living. He'll have a conversation about it. If you don't know something and Angelo tells you about it, even if it's false, you actually believe him. You'll believe him. You'll believe him. It's scary, actually. You'll actually believe him. He could be like the biggest <laughs> bullshit artist ever. Yes. And you'd never know. You would know. Because he, he, he's so just like poised and like he would just be like, did you know? Yes. And you're like, damn, I didn't know I that. I know that. And you know what? It might not even be true, but you believe him. Yeah. You believe him. Yeah. He's a pretty, pretty incredible kid. He's a super incredible kid. Yeah. Next. Sam, my coworker told me her new neighbor is complaining her dog is barking outside nonstop. I told her told her to get e-collar. She made the barking outside hot. Hasn't barked since. Changed her life. Simple. How long did that take? Who is that? Sam? Sam. Sam, how long did that take? Probably one second. Right. Less than a second. And if she went second. to any of these positive reinforcement or force-free trainers, do you know what they would suggest? She'll be working on it. They would either suggest don't let the dog outside, <laughs> move. To a new seriously, move to a new neighborhood with no neighbors, and I'm not joking. They would actually make that suggestion. I mean, I've heard this before. Don't let your dog outside when there's any distractions, so it doesn't go above threshold. Like all this stupid stuff. It's like, so maybe I should get a fish. Yeah, pretty much. Next. Cheryl said, I love Angelo's podcasts, except I've been missing them because I'm exhausted by then and fall asleep. He hasn't been doing them on a regular basis, but that's his, the big thing is by, by the time we get back from, we have to head out to California in a couple of weeks. By the time we get back from California, he'll be doing his podcast because we still have to set up his channels, which takes time. Mary said, yeah, I fell in love with Vader. I love Vader. Yeah. He's such a good boy. Yeah. Yep. He really is such a good he dog. He really, he ended up being, he ended so up being, cute. I mean, the first time he met, we met him, he tried to run away from us and he shit all over the place. Every time he walked into our house, he shit. Walked into my truck, he shit. Walked into Home Depot, he shit. Even on a normal morning walk down the street, he'd poop while walking. Walking, yeah. Like a horse. Yeah. It was yep. very bizarre. Yep. Yep. He stopped all that by the end, though. Stopped it all. Yep. Well, he still pooped, but not like that. Um, Lisa said, I do not care for Kane Corsos, but I love Vader. He seems so sweet. He, I, I, sweet I would actually call him a sweet dog. He's so cute. Yeah. Cheryl, every time I walk in here, you get all excited to see me. Yeah. Give me a little kiss. Yeah, he actually, so like, cute. he went from fear, and I want to say fearless, because he's not one of those super dominant Corsos, but he's only 14 months old. So it's like, we have to, now we have to also keep an eye on it. That he doesn't go to the other side, to the dark side. We have to really keep an eye on it because we actually heard him growl at the very end 
He it's did. like, whoa, never heard you actually growl? Deep. It's like pretty cool because you're supposed yeah, like to. UPS guy or you're supposed to, but we better keep this in check. We're like, oh, shit, yes. we're giving him too much confidence. Yes. Cheryl, this morning I was working the two pups at 6.30, then 10, then 2, and one more later on. It's rewarding when they remember and do better each day. Yep. But right now I'm already nodding off. Yeah. Well, you, you can, you can, you know, you can change up the schedule. Don't feel like you've got to work them so much. You know, be careful. Do duration work. Do duration work. Next. Jill, to clarify then, when you say apply your highest punisher, you mean use the e-collar at the highest setting, correct? If so, thank you. Um, which, what are you referring to? Because mm-hmm. there's a bunch of different contexts. So, which, read that question well, again. Well, taking the dog to the groomer. Did you mention? Oh, 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 the groomer? I would actually bonk the dog. You can't do that at the groomer, though. You can't also hit the dog at 100 at the groomer, either. That's why you asked the groomer. The if groomer it's okay. might bonk your dog. But, while it's there, but the group, but the gro- groomers bonk dogs. They, they bonk dogs. Trust me, they just use their. They just use the brush. Good groomers bonk yeah, dogs. Yeah, good groomers have got mad skills. They do. Think about it. The dog is at face level. They know how to shut down nonsense. So um, I would actually let the groomer do it. Mm-hmm. Let the groomer say no, and let the groomer correct the dog. And and then people are going to say the dog won't want to go to the groomer. I'm like, that's weird. I've corrected all my dogs. I've corrected all our clients' dogs, and for some weird reason, they still want to be with us. Still like us. Yep. Next. Cheryl, Angelo's so articulate and well-spoken. What's not to believe? That's so true. Mm-hmm. So true. Sam said three seconds, and the dog still wants to go outside. What a concept. Pisha. What's that? Pisha? Yeah. That's a barb statement. What is that? You act like I've been around her so much that I would know. Uh, how do I define Pisha. Like, it can't be true. Uh. Anyway, so that's Barb. Kim says, Vader makes me cry with joy. Yeah. Kim, if you go watch the final video, you're really going to be balling. Yeah. So good. Yep. Soli says, I've begun using a muzzle on my dog in off-leash situations when other people or dogs are around. Smart. Gives me greater peace of mind and probably yep. puts more puts other people more at ease. Yeah. So one of the things is we've had so many dogs go through our program that we had a muzzle at the beginning. They came in on a muzzle. We left the muzzle on. We went through the rehab process. We took the muzzle off. But at the pickup, the owner wanted to put the muzzle back on. And as a dog trainer out there, guys, don't say, oh, the dog doesn't need a muzzle. Say, oh, you feel more confident and comfortable with the muzzle on? Absolutely. Because the goal is you need to increase the owner's confidence. You need to make sure the owner has wins. Also, there's association. You need to factor in association. It's possible that the dog being back with the owner, the dog might pick up and usually does pick up some of their bad habits. So you have to work through and troubleshoot through that. Next. Bully Strong, I went back and watched your 2009 video. 2009? Dang, that's old as hell. Jeez, Sully. Um, unpack integration with the dressage whip. I yep. just integrated a new dog into my pack and all is great. My female will come to meet him and immediately runs because he just wants to play and she is old. I think the video shows me. I have to make the new dog calm and give her space. I'm going to work it. Correct. You have to ad- well, first of all, you've got to advocate for all the dogs. So you want to advocate for the new dog, especially. So the goal with the dressage whip is not to be whipping dogs. It's used to create space. So you mind sweep. And what you're doing is you're letting that new dog know. It's like, hey, you don't need to lash out. Don't worry about it. I'm going to keep all the other dogs away from you. So then the dog goes, oh, so nobody's going to bother me? And it's like, nope, no one will bother you. I'll advocate for you. Next. Kim said, Darth Vader, may the fourth be with you. LOL. That's yes, tomorrow. Yes. Mm-hmm. All the Star Wars fans. Good as gold. Can you give me some encouragement about having my dog do a downstay in the car to help alleviate car sickness, backseat, or the way back of the hatchback? So what we do is, historically, we would do it in the way back of the hatchback. First, your dog needs to know a solid down. So they've got to know a solid down out of the vehicle. Then you role play the dog doing a solid down in the vehicle without it moving. And then you do a solid dog doing it, and you just standing there. Then you do it, have the dog do it down with you in the car. Then you can go up and down your driveway, keep the dog in it down. But the dog has to understand when it breaks it down and then it feels remote power pressure, it goes back into a down. So the dog has to have that skill set first. And then you hit the road. Jack, don't come back. No more, no more, no more, no more. 
Terry, will you be doing a podcast with Vader's owner in their new home life? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. No. A lot of, a lot of people have to remember, I've got a big mouth. I've been doing podcasting for 13 years. Most people don't like that. They don't want to be on camera. Yeah. Like, I can't tell you how many times we videotape people and people have said, why are they so nervous? Um, because there's a camera stuck in their face and they're not used to it. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing this for a long, long time. I've been making videos for a long time. So to me, it's like, it's no big deal. But most people don't like that at all. Next. Four years ago, I would have never done a course Mm-mm. with you. Mm-mm. Like the fact that I put out my own course this year mm. and then was in like the Vader ones. I think that's the first course I've actually been in. Yeah. Joelle refuses to do a course. Like she's like, I don't want to be on camera. She refuses like, Hey, Joelle, why don't you do this? She's like, no. I'm like, okay. I did my own course this year. On, on social, social media. media. Yeah. I was proud of you. Really proud of you. It was supposed to be you. And then somehow it turned into me. Why would it be me? You're the one, you're the one that does all the social media. I was just going to tell you what to say. And then. But, I edit it like I always but, do. But it wouldn't be as authentic. You know what's funny, guys? Speaking of our courses, so this week, there's so much going on, and I'm trying to get videos up as quickly and efficiently as possible. So Courtney's doing a lot of the filming, and Jeff's doing the training, and I'm doing the editing here. So I'm not there with them. And Courtney's like, I never – I think I took for granted right. the, your skills as a – Director. director she's like because i don't know how to keep jeff on track and like how to prompt him to say certain things she's like because if i just hold the camera he's all over the place i'm like i know it's a full-time job like i have to literally be like do this talk about this 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 that i have to like keep it organized she's like you make it look so easy she's like i was fucking lost the first day <laughs> i was like Courtney, what are these videos i can't use any of this like jeff doesn't even make sense <laughs> She's like, you make it look so easy. I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm just good at telling Jeff what to do, I guess. You're I don't know. very good at telling me what to do on camera and off hey. camera. <laughs> so, <laughs> the courses come out good. All right. right. It's got nothing to do with the courses I or being on camera. Because I know, too, I'm going to be the one stuck editing it. So, if you start going off too much of a tangent, I'm like, no, absolutely not. Like, stop, stay focused because then I'm going to have to go back and fix all this. Right. Right. Next. <sighs> good as gold said that's ren and stimpy they said Shaw all the time it means get out of here no way really i used to watch ren and so stimpy all the time my mom did not use it in that context and my mother's been saying Shaw before ren and stimpy was around so i'm 57 years old i've been hearing Shaw since i was under 10 so Shaw has been around for a long time i'll ask my mom i feel like ren and stimpy's pretty freaking I'll, old I'll, though. I'll, I'll ask barb what she means by Shaw. Um, Cheryl said in short sessions, then ball play, we do lots of short, but varied tasks, touch targets, sit stays, watch, etc. We're always mixing things up with new and old tasks. It keeps the Malinois mellowed out. Nice. Yeah. We've got to keep those guys mentally stimulated for sure. Are you calling Barb right now? Lisa says, Joelle, you need your own. Hey mom, real quick question. I'm not doing it. I'm doing a podcast right now. When you say, when you say Pisha, like Pisha, what do you mean by that? So what do you mean by that? Hold that hold that one second. I'm gonna put you on speakerphone. Uh-huh. Okay, say it again. What it say? Do your whole little thing. Hold on, hold on. Okay, go ahead. Alright, the It just means oh forget it. Oh, it's nothing. Just go away. Mm. Got it. Got it. All right. Okay. Thank you. Love you. Talk to you later. Bye. Barb Gelman for you. There she goes. Pasha. Pasha. Never heard of that in my life. Okay. Lisa says, Joel, you need your own podcast. Yep. I don't think so. I'm good. So I agree. But the fact that Joel actually is a co-host is beyond huge. The fact that she actually can train in front of a camera is beyond huge. The first time I asked her to actually train dogs at a seminar... Oh my god, like I almost had a heart her, attack. I can literally see her sphincter like <laughs> like puckering up. <laughs> Probably sweating like a pig. Yes. Oh yes. my god. Yeah. 
Susan says the three of you are the best team. Yes. Thanks. Sue says a raw food guy was great on your podcast the other day. He seemed super comfortable on camera and it was an interesting show. It's really, really funny because he actually is not comfortable on camera and he actually thanked me for making it easy for him, but he's not comfortable on camera. I think you're good at bringing that out in people though. Maybe. Prompting. Yeah. Asking good questions. Yep. Making weird jokes. Yep. 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 Meg, what is the best way to break a two-year-old male dog that is lifting his leg in the house? He came from a kennel environment 10 days ago. Um, Yikes. Correct him. Stockyard whip. Boom. Every time he lifts his leg, boom. Bonker. Every time he lifts his leg, no. Bonk. No. Correct on the e-cower. No. Stockyard whip to the ass. Yeah. It's all, it's all punitive. And then if he doesn't lift his leg and he pees regularly, you can always click and reward next. Only Good. outside, though. Only outside. Yeah. Good as gold. I'm not saying that Ren and Stimpy made it up, just that they used it. I uh, got it. Got it. Yeah. I don't think she was saying they made it up. Oh, got it. Diane, I, never, I never watched Ren and Stimpy, actually. It was the weirdest show. Yeah. Kind of creeped me out a little bit. You know, it's funny how you mentioned, um, what show did you watch when you came home from school? With Jerry Springer. I still love watching Jerry Springer. And, and I was listening to I a, can't believe he died. I was listening to the Andy Frisella podcast, and um, they mentioned that he died. Yeah. And the guy was like, yeah, I came home from school. We all did. And watched. Everyone in the 90s. Why, why? I said, I never did. You're not a 90s. No, kid. I'm not in the 90s. I'm an 80s kid. You were surprised I also watched Ellen DeGeneres and Oprah, too. Yeah. They, like, came on in order. I never watched. All three. I boom, never watched boom, boom. any of those shows. Jerry Springer was a riot. Yeah. Um, Diane says, Joelle, I love watching you train, love your style and your insightful comments. Yes, Thank very, you. Very, very, very insightful. Eshane, Joelle refused to be on camera. How do we get those headshots to post everywhere for your big break? Haha, <laughs> just kidding. But there's, there's plenty of just go to our Instagram page. There's plenty of headshots. <laughs> Glad you've come around. You are a good match with Jeff shenanigans. Haha. Yes, there's headshots, there's body shots, there's booty. I'm just waiting for there, my big there, break. There's booty shots, there's I mean, everything. Yes. Wait till we go to Greece. Yes. It's going to be nonstop. Yes. Yes. Um, Sunka K9 Training says, it's like piss off. Oh, Pasha. Yeah. There you go. Good as gold. We watched Dark Shadows after school. I'm old. <laughs> Sam White says, yep, watched all those after school. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Ellen, Oprah, Jerry Springer. Never saw any of those. <laughs> I think it was in that order, too. I think, well, this is what I can tell you. Welcome back, Cotter. Gilligan's Island. Hogan's Heroes. Oh my god! Don't yeah. watch any of those. Love Boat. I don't think I was even alive for those. Yeah, so that's those are shows that I remember watching. Yeah, we had the best shows. And then I remember when, I remember MTV when it was launched. When I remember it was actually music television. Yeah, I remember the first video. I remember when CNN went on the air for the first time. I don't remember walking on the moon because it never happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> if Jeff doesn't remember it, it never happened. No, it didn't happen. Yeah, text. I was making a joke, Jeff. I know you were. There's nothing right now. No, there's nothing at all? No, you didn't rant all tonight. Huh. I know. Got a lot of ranting done on my morning shows. I think I'm going to make banana bread. <laughs> tonight? Yeah. Thank you. I don't know if I have everything yeah, for Yeah, the Brady it. Bunch. I watched the Brady. Oh, I, I like the Brady I watched bunch. the Brady Bunch, but I did not watch the Carol, Carol Burnett show. I also watched I Love Lucy, The Honeymooners. I loved I Love Lucy, too. My mom watched yep. that show a lot. Yep. Yep. All those. Three's Company. So I watched Three's Company. Full House. Yep. I never watched Full House. I loved Full House. Nope. Three's Company. There's another one right after Three. In the, Cheers. Watch Cheers. Yep. I've been to the bar at Cheers many times. Those are all such good yep. shows. Yep. Oh man. Um Constant said, just from listening alone, I've learned self-preservation skills. I've heard you say what to do over and over, and it stuck. We had a guest dog who's a gnome biter, and thanks to you, I knew what to do. Yeah, good. Good yeah. job, Constant. Good job. Also, the video you sent me, so good. Her yeah. little Frenchie at, oh, the, my gosh. at an auction. So the guy's like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> good. Yes. 
fill up my first MTV video, Video Kill the Radio Star. Yep. By the- oh, my God. I love that song. Yep. Yep. That was a good song. Constance, When the Dog Redirected Up the Leash. Yes. I'm so grateful for the two of you. Yep. That's very, very common. Good job, Constance. Hey, you think about it, though, it's kind of common sense, though, right? Right. Isn't that like your first reaction when a dog comes after you? I would hope. What, what, what did you recommend? What we say all the time, like arm out. Oh, yeah. Arm out. Yeah, absolutely. Like That's just like I feel like that's everyone's. I, no, no. You know what they actually do when the dog bites the leash? They pull on it. And now you're playing tug of war. I would never. Yeah. Like, I feel like that would never even cross yeah. my mind. Are you really going to make banana bread tonight? Well, we have some old bananas that I got to do something right. with. I'm just like like thinking about that now. As long as I have enough gluten-free flour. If you don't, I'll go to the grocery store and buy some. Okay. Okay. Sam said, get smart. Sanka K9 said, Lassie, Wild Kingdom, and Walt Disney. Um, Lassie. Lassie, yes. I love Lassie. Wild Kingdom, yes. What was the last one? Walt Disney. Like, all the Disney stuff. Yes. Disney Channel. I wouldn't watch them anymore, though. No. Wouldn't watch it. I wouldn't patronize Disney. Yep. Jeannie, where does one start with a dog that doesn't like to get into the vehicle? Will the e-collar work? Um, Jeannie, what you're going to do is, let's see if we have a video on that. I don't know if we have a video on that. So put a leash on the dog. First of all, is the dog large enough to jump in the vehicle on its own? That's the first thing. If it is, you keep your regular four to six foot leash on the dog, take a long line, throw it through the, if it's, if it's, the, if it's the second row of seating, throw it through. The second row of seating, if it's an SUV, throw it then over the second row of seating and then have somebody on the other side doing all the pulling. And you're just like, let's go load up whatever word you want to do. Load them up. The other person pulls really, really hard. The dog definitely goes into the car. Um, and then you keep doing that over and over and over again. And usually after six to eight times, the dog just goes up on its own. Next. Felicia, what's the best approach when a 12-week-old puppy does crocodile rolls and biting when putting in a down if he doesn't listen the first time? I pull his collar down towards the floor. I also notice he seems to be getting fearful of us from being bonked a few times. When he's told no, he tries to run or looks like he's going to be hit. So at 12 weeks old, I would still be doing food luring. Yeah. I would be doing food luring. It's possible that you're using too much leash pressure. I would be doing. I would be doing. I would still be on food luring for a twelve-week-old puppy, um, over and over, hundreds of times, hundreds of times. So I would be doing everything with food luring. I would. The only thing I would correct for would be barking, whining, jumping up on me, and biting. Next. Sam said, "Oh my God, forgot about Three's Company. So good. Yeah. This is such a good. Like now the tune is going to be in my head all night. Mm-hmm. It's like crazy how that shit you don't forget. Yep. Like how many years old is Happy that? Happy days." Oh, yeah. Happy, happy days. days. Yep. That's all the stuff my mom would yeah. watch. That was like, kitchen's closed. I'm watching my, t- my, my shows. My shows. My shows. Yep. 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 <laughs> when I used to go to clients' houses, and there they were a certain, a certain demographic, I'd be like, yeah, when you're sitting down watching your shows. Mm-hmm. It's like. That's the show. That, that's what it is. The, the shows. Yep. It's like a universal term for like just the shows. Yep. Next. Cass says best things to do for a fearful dog. Um, we have a course on it. Rehabbing a fearful dog is a hundred different things. I'll never be able to get them on this podcast. You have to know how to actually rehab a fearful dog. We actually have a fearful dog course that is that is up. You want to put the link up to it? <laughs> My niece is just texting me. <laughs> okay, but how about let's pay attention to the freaking show, okay? It's like gibberish. Um, fearful dog course. It's so, not on our homepage anymore. If you, go to, the, if you, if you go to academy.solidcaninetraining.com, we have, we have a fearful dog course. It is a game changer. So um, there's literally hundreds, of, about 100 things you need to do. 100 things you need to do. And the tools, it's not just the tools. You actually have to know. I just did a podcast on this in the morning. You actually have to know what to do. Yeah. Constance, I wouldn't have known what to do. I'm a freezer. I would have just stood there and let the dog bite me and then cried about it later. No. Oh, no, Constance. Never. Self-preservation. Next. Um, Jeannie says, yes, it can jump in the SUV. Okay, so for if it's an SUV, if it's the back of the SUV, you put the long line over the back cargo area and have somebody in the second row of seating and they're doing all the pulling. 
Next. Ash Jane, I might be part of the few that was religious about prices right, supermarket sweep, etc. I loved all those too. Wheel of Fortune. I didn't do I did uh, okay. TV was like so much better back I, then. I, I wasn't I've seen those shows, but I, that wasn't I like, love supermarket I didn't I, I wouldn't like rush home to see them. No, for yeah. me it was totally Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. Yeah. Um Constance says supermarket sweep was one of my faves. Never seen it. Jeannie, welcome back, Cotter. Yeah. Never seen yeah. that. Constance, I used to watch Happy Days because it came on after Bozo the Clown. <laughs> Never saw Bozo the Clown. Cass said, thank you. Felicia, thank you. So bonking only for those behaviors you said. What age do you start actual corrections, leash pressure for puppies? What, 16 weeks usually? Yeah. I mean, you can get them used to leash pressure, but I wouldn't correct on leash pressure Mm-mm. until at least four months old. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Even at 16, we're not really correcting. I'd say we wait till like around 18. Yeah, because we're doing so many reps. We're doing like a little, like very light leash pressure, but still with a food lure. Right, right. You really want to build them up at that age to make them very yes. confident. That way, when it does come time to get corrections, they're just like, okay, like what's yeah, the big deal? Right. Do your confidence building. We have a puppy course. Yeah. If you haven't checked it yeah, out, yeah, we have a puppy and course. Then you go right from that into Green to Graduate. You'll yep. have a rock puppy course in the Green to Graduate. Yep. There's actually a bundle where you'll save a lot more money too. Mm. I just gotta find it. Um, here it is. So for two ninety five, so rather than spending four hundred, you save a hundred dollars, and you get puppy course and Green to Graduate, and you will have a nice. You will have a fully off leash trained dog. Yep. Around high levels of distractions. Next. As Jane said, Maury was another guilty pleasure. Maury Povich. Yeah. Maury was a good one, too. Yeah. That was probably the original, like, reality shows. Yeah. How about Phil Donahue? Dr. Phil? No, Phil Donahue. Who's Phil Donahue? He's not Dr. Phil. Oh, that's what I think of when you say yeah, look we're up, talking about all these shows. Yeah, look up Phil Donahue. He's, he's one of the original... Like, I like, Al- the like way, be- way before Ellen. Like, he's one of the original oh, talk people going on live air and like straight up putting their shit out. There. Yeah, Phil Donahue was like one of the original talk show hosts. Hmm. Yeah. So. Um, Kaz said, oddly enough, my fearful dog is a car- kind of corso as well. Yep. That's a dangerous mix. Yeah, we see a lot of fearful uh, corsos. And, and hopefully it doesn't turn into aggression. Because yeah. then you're, I don't want to say you're fucked, but that becomes a very dangerous situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I dream powerful. of I, I dream of Jeannie. Yep. Don't know what that is. That's another that's another good one. Bewitched, I know that. Yep. They were right. I think they were right on right after each other. Phil Donahue is the original Oprah. Why do I not know who Phil Donahue is? Yeah. Look him up. Hmm. White hair, glasses. Oh my god, whose line is it anyway? I love mm-hmm. that show. Yep. That was a classic. She says, y'all got me wishing TV was still good. <laughs> Isn't this a dog training show? Bro, <laughs> you're talking about freaking nostalgic TV. This is whatever show we want it to be. True. This is whatever show we want it to be. This is how great our community is. It's like, true. How many people right now, show of hands, show of hands, who is smiling right now? Seriously, yeah. who is smiling right now and having wonderful reminiscing um, uh, uh, thoughts right now? Show up just right in the chat. If you are, just write it in the chat. If you are, next. Um, Jared said, "Thank you for your hard work and dedication you do on YouTube. You put in the work." Oh, my pleasure. Our pleasure. Brittany and Sam said, "We are." Yep. Yep. Philip is. Yep, Constance is. Yep. Who else would also like when it was time for your parents to watch their shows and they'd break out like their secret parent snacks? <laughs> I'd always like be like. Can I have some? Like, my like what? Like M&M's? Like her ice cream. Or like my dad would always have like honey roasted like peanuts. Yep, it's like yep. all the good shit that they break out after you're in bed. Yep. It's like, the hell? I remember my dad had, my dad, my dad would have poker night. And um, it's funny because my mom would be furious because all his buddies like smoke cigars. And we've never like, like there's no smoking out of my house. Yeah. And, um, and uh, my dad from work, since he owned a drugstore, he'd bring over a box of like, M&M's and all these sweets and stuff and he put it in the laundry room and I fucking used to raid it. Oh my god. Yes. Yes. 
Yeah. Uh, everyone's agreeing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. See, I'm always pulling out the ice cream. How are you keeping that cold? We didn't even know it was there. <laughs> I know. It's like they just ran to like the supermarket real quick. They're like, get the Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> the they didn't have Ben and Jerry's back then, I don't think. Sure they did. Did they? I'm a 90s kid. Oh, that's that true. Long ago. That's true. Um, as Jane said, how oh, I'm smiling and laughing. You made my night with these throwbacks. Only other throwback I will throw out is did anyone have pogs? Yeah, I, I did. My brother's slammers. Yes. <laughs> what is yep. that? It's like it's it's a, it's a game. It's a game. Oh. Yep. oh my god. Lee says if my dad had fig news. Yes. <laughs> yes. And chips ahoy. Yep. They still have them too, but they were they were, they were better back then. The top secret parent snacks were the chocolate oranges you would bring. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. All our parents are the same. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. So true. Susan said, My father made everyone stay quiet through laugh in. Yeah. It's funny because you're supposed to be laughing. <laughs> what the hell? That's like torture. Nobody laugh. <laughs> are you laughing? Go to your room. All the secret snacks, man. The seal test. Was that a show? What is it called? Seal test. I don't know. Or a snack. <laughs> I don't know. That's so funny. Those yeah. chocolate oranges were damn good, yeah. too. Reese's peanut butter cups. It's like, why did they get to eat that stuff? Butterfingers. Oh, yeah. My mom loved a good butterfinger. Yeah. Oh, man. It was always the honey roasted nuts that got me, though. Test ice cream. Got it. Oh, I see. Archie Bunker. Yep. Used to watch Archie Bunker. Yep. Did Jefferson's. Lawrence Welk. Yep. Who said Lawrence Welk? Lisa. Lisa. Who's that? You're aging yourself, Lisa. Who's that? <laughs> you know who that is. No. You don't know who it is, and your oldest sister probably doesn't know who that is. Mm, Jill might. She might not. I, like, he's always an accordionist. He played in the accordion. Yeah, but look at what, what from from when, what years. Oh, the Lawrence Welk show. 1970s. No, the show was on from 1951, oh, wow. 1951 to 82. Oh, yeah, Jill, I don't think. Yes. Yes. Mm, Jill was born in 79. Yep. I think. Yep. Don't kill me if you see that, Jill. I don't think she's 79. <laughs> yep. Yep. Hmm. Crazy. Yep. Um, Ed, Ed Sullivan. Sullivan. Yep, Ed Sullivan show. He featured the Beatles. He was the first. Ed Sullivan was the first uh tv host to feature the beatles the beatles all the way from london england the beatles also he used to he introduced elvis elvis presley too Mm. but i believe he was the first one to do the beatles and when they first filmed elvis they wouldn't film him from the waist down because his hips were too yep 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 it's so true it's so true you gotta go pay to see that in person yep beverly hillbillies yep oh yeah that's a funny one yep watch that that's funny red skeleton your mom used to make us watch lawrence welk what were you a bad kid (laughs) punishment (laughs) that's so funny uh oh what's another one um junkyard uh what's the what is it it's a junkyard oh 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 who is it? It's a father, son, father and son junkyard. Oh, what is it? What is it? Someone help me out here. Father and son, the only junkyard. I don't know. You're aging yourself. It was an old dude. No, it was an older. It was an older. It was an older guy. And it's Sanford and Son. Thank you, Sanford uh, and Son. Season coming in. Strong. Yeah, thank you. That was a good show. Coming in with the save. I remember when they went to. There was a courtroom scene. They had a courtroom scene of something. It was really funny. Yeah. All right, guys, any last dog training questions? <laughs> we got two minutes left. Fuck dog training. This is fun. I know, right? Name that show. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. mom would get me out of bed to watch Topo Gigio. Wow. And Ed Sullivan. Cute mouse puppet on Ed Sullivan. It's so funny because Topo in Gigio. other countries, there's probably a whole host of like shows that they had. Oh, yeah. That are sure. like not American shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Jefferson's was great. Talk about dog training, Rinton. Yep, Rinton. Yep, Lassie. Lassie's classic. Well, oh well, how about the Little Rascals? The Little Rascals. That's a good movie. They went through a lot of dogs, a lot of dogs. Yep. In yeah. fact, in fact, Sean's one of Sean's employees. What's his name? He had the house. We parked the RV there once. He's an animal. He was he was a Hollywood animal trainer 
who worked underneath the original animal Hollywood trainer who trained all the dogs in Hollywood. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Monty Python was a classic. Yep. Oh, what's the other one? What's the other one? Monty what's the other Python. one you like? You mentioned it the other day. What? It's from the UK. Benny uh, no, Hill. I didn't mention that. You didn't, you didn't mention I that? Monty Python. Did you? Oh, Benny Hill. I used to love Monty Python. Yep. Benny funny. Hill was about as risque as you can find back then. Yep. All right. <laughs> Lassie was a, Lassie on TV was actually a male. Really? Yeah, I heard that. Did, did, did Lassie identify as a male or a female? Oh. All right. Take care, everybody. It's been a fantastic night. Time to make banana bread. Thanks for taking part of our antics, guys. Okay. We love you. Right. All right. What breed of dog is your favorite and least favorite to work with and why? Um, I just like high drive dogs. Yeah. But like I like Any high dog drive. That wants to work. Yeah. We, we don't get a lot of those. We don't get a lot of those. All right, everybody. Take care. Good night. Everyone have a great night.